You're listening to the Catholic Psyche Podcast. The Catholic Psyche Podcast is intended for educational purposes only and is not intended to take the place of medical or mental health treatment, therapy, or diagnosis. You should always consult a trained mental health or medical professional for such treatment. Hi, it's Monday on the Catholic Psyche Podcast. This is Deacon Basil. On Mondays, we try and do a short question and answer format where we'll answer the questions that are sent to us via our website, www.catholicpsyche.com. And if you look under the Contact Us form, there will be a, a form that you can send us your questions. It sometimes takes us a little bit of, uh, of quite a few weeks to get around to these questions. Um, so please feel free to submit them, and we will try and get to them as quickly as possible. Today is... A pretty general question that I get, uh, oh, probably on a, a probably bi-weekly basis. So, hey, Catholic Psyche, how do I find a Catholic counselor in my area? It seems like Catholic counselors are hard to find if you're not in a major city. Any ideas? And I think this is uh, absolutely the case. So a really important point about this is that Catholic psychotherapists are kind of a specialization. Um, not only are you, you know, not only do you have a master's or a doctorate in psychotherapy and, and whatever that might be, whether it be clinical psych, uh, clinical psychologist or a licensed clinical social worker or a licensed professional counselor or a marriage and family therapist, whatever those are, that is a specialization. And then on top of that, it's a specialization to then integrate the Catholic faith into the interaction. And this is um, quite a challenge um, sometimes. So it is very hard to find in certain parts of the country. The important thing that I, I, I want to kind of emphasize here is that a therapist is licensed for an entire state, not just a specific, you know, area. So I'm licensed in the state of Colorado, not just in Denver. And so I can work with anyone throughout the entire state of Colorado, not just Denver. Okay, where does that come out then? Well, Sometimes I think we only look for, we envision therapy as only being a one-on-one -on -one interaction in an office. And that does happen. That's what I do almost all the time uh, with clients. But there is the ability to do some online stuff. So I just want to throw that out there. So anyways, I'm kind of moving a, a little far ahead here. But I have a couple of ideas. The first one, if you're looking for a Catholic counselor, is go to catholictherapists.com. Uh, that's catholictherapists.com. You can find it down in the show notes. What you'll find at Catholic Therapist is you'll be able to search geographically um, and basically enter your zip code and find nearby Catholic counselors or Catholic therapists. This can be really, really good, um, but it's not an exhaustive list. You know, it's one of those things that those of us who are mental health professionals have to pay uh, a small fee every month to be on that list. Though I like it very, very much because of that, and also because it's a certain way of, of assuring that the people on there are Catholic and are working with Catholics and are thinking about things from the perspective of the church. I think you have to be, as I recall, you have to be involved in, you know, basically checked up on by your pastor and, uh, and your ecclesiastical authority has to submit some information as long as, as well as a licensed supervisor. So it can be pretty exhaustive. And, you know, it's not that you're going to have really high quality um, guaranteed there, but at least you have an idea that they're going to be coming at things from a Catholic perspective. Very often, I think what people are concerned about and why Catholic therapists advertise themselves as Catholic therapists is because you can get some therapists with an agenda in their mind, wanting to, you know, specifically work with only people and, and, and you know, bringing things that are maybe not, um, not compatible 
with the client's worldview. That's obviously unethical and wrong, but it does happen. So catholictherapist.com is usually my go-to uh, and go-to recommendation for, for individuals. Um, you can see on there all sorts of people, you know, from, from Colorado to Maine to California, there's all sorts of therapists out there. And that could be really good, but it's not an exhaustive list. So if there's no one in your geographical area, uh, that's, you know, something to think about that, it, you know, you might, you might have to do some more work than just doing catholictherapist.com. Additionally, I think it's really important for you to talk with either your diocese for recommendation, your archdiocese, your diocese, your eparchy, um, your archeparchy, um, or your pastor or a priest or deacon. Uh, the statistics on this are pretty clear. Most people, most Christians, first talk with the clergy before they go and find a mental health professional. And clergy should have a good recommendation network ready to go of nearby therapists. Maybe they're not explicitly Catholic therapists even, but there should be an idea of mental health professionals that they can trust and uh, ref with referring people to. This is uh, pretty important because... If you have this, if you if you have this, then the pastor should be able to kind of say, you know, Susan down the street is a great therapist. Maybe she's Protestant. Maybe she's not even Christian, but she's not going to make um, she's not going to make you do things that you're uncomfortable with from a spiritual perspective. You know, it's not like you're going to have to be doing um, some kind of odd meditative or, or um, thing that's counter to the faith. So talk with your diocese or your pastor. Again, this is not an exhaustive list. Sometimes it takes me several weeks when we open a new office um, with my practice to get around to uh, introducing myself to all of the pastors. So it's not an exhaustive list, but it is a way of kind of moving forward. And then finally, there's a lot of online options available. I'm not recommending anything in particular, but especially when you're looking at Catholic therapists, maybe there's one in the state um, that is licensed in your state, but is not um, geographically close to you. This is what we do with my practice. We have an online counseling component that we can work with anyone in the state of Colorado. Um, we have a system. What's really important about this is make sure that the system that they're using is HIPAA compliant. What does that mean? HIPAA compliance, I know this is, this is a lot of kind of specifics, but HIPAA compliance is the security that all mental health professionals, the security act that all mental health and medical professionals have to abide by. So you want to make sure that the system that they're using is HIPAA compliant. That's not Skype. Skype is not HIPAA compliant. So they need to be using a HIPAA compliant system. So, you know, look at the different therapists that are available. Maybe they have someone on, uh, someone on the other side of the state, but at least you can work with someone through an online component. It's really an exciting program uh, that that is available now. I think because we still have some more time, I think it's also important to kind of ask some questions as to what do you want to get out of therapy? You know, when someone calls me up, I like to talk with them for about five, 10 minutes about what the issue is, is that they're having. I want to kind of assess whether I'm the right fit. So kind of expect that when you're going to call a therapist. You know, it's not that they're going to want to hear every little nitty gritty detail yet. Uh, they might not even want to hear every nitty gritty detail even in session. But they want to have a general idea of what the specific issue is that you're seeking help from. Why? Well, if I have no experience working in this area and I don't have the time to really get the training necessary to work with you, I want to make sure you're getting the help from that is necessary for your issue. So... I'll make a referral to someone who, who I know does uh, work in that area. And I think that's, that's important. So have an idea of what that's going to look like. Additionally, ask about their availability and you know, make sure that that time is going to work. I'm only in certain offices certain days of the week. I'm sure this is the case for a lot of other therapists. We're, you know, we're usually pretty busy. And so it's pretty important to have this idea of you know, if I can only meet in the evenings 
and this therapist has every evening full, um, might need to be looking for another one. Then you kind of want to talk about, well, what about the specifics of the Catholic faith? And probably the easiest way to move forward is just asking the question, do you attend Mass, um, or in the Eastern case, Divine Liturgy, um, on Sundays and Holy Days? It's okay to ask that because it really is saying, are you part, you know, are you in the mind of the church? Are you working in the mind of the church here? Some of the other things that we ask is, do you have any advanced theological or philosophical training in the Catholic faith? Um, because you don't want just someone who has read the catechism, if you're lucky, or just has attended mass and that's it. You want someone who has a real understanding of Catholic anthropology and what that means is like the study of the human person. You want someone who really knows what they're talking about so they're not just you know, kind of shooting from the hip. Um, additionally, I think the last question that I would generally ask was, are you in good standing with your diocese or your eparchy? You know, if you're here in Denver um, and you're a Roman Catholic, are you in good standing with the Archdiocese of Denver? Sometimes you are, some, you know, sometimes, uh, sometimes that's pretty clear that you are, and sometimes, you know, there's some question. I think that's important for you as a client to know. So those are kind of the general five questions that I would be asking uh, moving forward. Now, this is not an exhaustive list, and it's not entirely um, clear that this is, you know, that this is enough, but I think it's a place to start. CatholicTherapist.com, your diocese or your pastor, and then online options within your state. And then ask those questions. It's okay to ask an interview your therapist uh, before you begin therapy. It's okay. It's actually a good thing. Um, I, as a therapist, absolutely love it because it means that I know someone's going to be, a, you know, serious and is focused. And look, therapy is an investment. Look at it in that way and, and really invest in the time bef uh, beforehand to make sure it's a good fit. So if you have any additional questions or follow-ups to this, please feel free to uh, shoot, us a, um, shoot us a message on catholicpsyche.com and under the Contact Us page, you'll find that form. Thank you so much. God bless.